You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Hey everyone, we're back with the next episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast, and today we'll be taking a look at some of the best and worst contracts in New York Rangers history. Daniel Craig, also known as the Hockey Economist, has shared with us his 15 best and worst contracts since the lockout. That's the lockout from 2005, not the one from 2012-2013. These can be found in his books, Hunting Bargains in a Salary Cap World and The Definitive Guide to Salary Cap Mismanagement. Yeah, this is a pretty interesting read, not going to lie. Um, I think in the past, the Rangers have definitely been looked upon as one of the kind of not having the best general managers and having kind of the worst contracts dished out. I think that's just because of like the amount of money that we have available to us, though. Right. Yeah, we're we're loaded. It's like we're, we're the Yankees, but we're not the Yankees because we only have four titles. <laughs> the Yankees have... 27 <laughs> the yankees are kind of like the canadians but also yeah. the rangers yeah yeah, yeah. but they, i mean the canadians don't have they definitely don't have the, the yankees budget okay yes 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 <laughs> um but it's just like when you have i think i think just in an environment where you have like this much money to spend it just it, it just gets so tough because you just you just throw money on your problems and you can never really build the right way and i think that obviously recently we've kind of moved away from that and that's right. obviously attributed to the salary cap too. But yeah, I, I I think in the past, especially with Sather, it was just like automatically, like you have a, a lack of scoring. Let's trade for like the biggest score out there or let's, let's give him the most money. Right. Um, and you got to remember that not to cut you off, but Sather is from an earlier generation. Like his, his glory days were with Edmonton. Right. So he was older He's older and more experienced, so he's, you know, he's not like Jeff Gorton, who's, you know, been around recently. Like Glenn Sather's been puffing that cigar since the <laughs> 90s, the 80s. Yeah. I mean, you look at here, this, the couple stats that he put. The honestly, that the, I don't know how much of a discrepancy um, there will be between general managers, but. Um, Glenn Sather, the average term contracts that he signed was 3.6. The average term that Gordon signed was 3.2, which honestly isn't that much smaller. I mean, it's about a year difference, right? About like four years to three years, um, which does does kind of uh, see we're moving in the right direction, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think Gordon has done a great job recently, and this only accounts... How many years of Gordon? That's for what you're looking at. That's the best contracts. And then for right, the worst right, contracts. Right. Um, there's oh, so that, that, okay. So that just counts the best contracts. Oh, my bad. Right. And then the worst contracts, Glenn Sather uh, offered five years, 
5.3 average term and Jeff Gordon offered four years average. Oh, term. okay. So that and is he much only better. Gordon only had four, four uh, of the worst contracts the worst on this 15. guy's list. Right. And his average cap hit is 5.9 compared to adjusted cap hit is 5.9 compared to say there's 7.5 and he's spent a low 95 million on the worst contracts compared to Glenn say there's 433 million <laughs> worst <laughs> contracts. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I've always hated say there I've from this. I don't know. From the second I was a Ranger fan, I hated every single move that he made. Yeah. Jesus. 433 million. I didn't hate every single move. There's some good I've, moves okay. in there. Like, uh, yeah, like McDonough. one or two. One or, okay, that's like the one that everyone's going to talk about because it's basically the only one. Traded for Nash. Okay, the Nash trade was good too. Um, but at the time, I didn't like it. Really. Trade for Yandel. Yeah, and what did Yandel? Yandel turned into nothing for us because we, we... Yeah, but it, it wasn't like... It wasn't like the worst thing ever. He all wasn't... Right, all right, it's a mediocre I'd rather trade. have... I'd rather have... Glenn Sather than whoever is the GM of the Mets that does nothing or whatever. You know okay, what I mean? well, like, the Mets are just a debacle, even though you should hey be man. happy recently. Hey, man, just I got my hopes up this season. I mean, they made a huge trade, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm extremely happy about that. All right, yeah. but well, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll make a spinoff baseball podcast or something. I don't let, know. Let's hear, let's hear your little uh, intro for it right now. Oh, my intro for the podcast? For yeah, let's hear my it. My Mets baseball one? Let's, uh, let, let's just give us a little snippet of, of what that would be like. <laughs> yeah, it would just be yelling, screaming, and cursing <laughs> after every single Mets loss where they blow a 10 nothing lead in the bottom of the ninth with two outs and nobody on with two strikes. And, uh, yeah, that would just be my frustrations, you know. All right, let's hope that the Rangers don't start losing because then that's what this podcast will turn out to. Right, right. Yeah, that's my private story. Meet the goddamn blue shirts. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> All right, anyways, back to this. Best and worst contracts. Let's go through some of the worst contracts first because I right, think that could right. be fun. Uh, right. The first one on my, like, on my list and on his list, Wade Redden, 100% agree. That guy sucked. He was terrible. I mean, he had a bad season before we went out and got him, did he not? He had like an atrocious season I in wasn't Ottawa the season him. before. Yeah. And then we went out and signed him for what? Like, uh, it says a cap hit of six and a half, but it turned out to be about nine every year. Six and a half. Um, and they had to use the compliance buyout. And this is this. I looked up how the compliance buyout started when I was writing my compliance buyout article a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It started with him and Scott Gomez on the Canadians <laughs> that like with the lockout, they, those, the Rangers and the Canadians couldn't have be under the cap because um, of these guys contracts and that they weren't playing. Right. They were just right. going to bury them in the minors, So they just decided to, Hey, look, let's, let's get the, uh, the compliance buyout. We'll give you guys, it wasn't supposed to start until the following season. Right. Right. So the Rangers got it early. Well, it wasn't supposed to start until the off season. The Rangers got it before the 2012, 2013 season. Oh, so they wow. bought Redden out before that lockout shortened season. Yeah. Cause we bought him out. Oh, we bought him out 2012. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, we, barely, buried, we buried him in the AHL for the last two years. Yep. Yeah. He was, he was, he was, 
uh, see, it was just a nightmare. But for me, like you see a guy going into his thirties, right? Obviously, he kind of peaked already. Maybe he, maybe he has like he has like two or three years where he could kind of maybe muster up sort of like what his prime hockey was, right? But like after that, it's only downhill, right? Like for for any player in general, right? If you think about it, why are you signing a guy? Going into his thirties to a six-year deal, I never got the Rangers, that. and he was the top defenseman on the market. No, but and... that always happens every single year. You have an older defenseman going into into free agency. Okay, let let's see, like Petrangelo, right? How old is he? Thirty-one now? No, he's not thirty-one. He's like he's twenty-eight, maybe. Or 30. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So either way, you sign him, but you sign him. What did they sign him to? A six, seven-year deal. Yeah, seven. the guy's gonna be like thirty-eight when his contract's up. Like he's not gonna be playable at that point, right? He, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so they he the player wants the term and the team wants the player now, right? Not necessarily in seven years they want him. They want him for the next three to four years, but because the player wants the term, the team that needs him the most is gonna overextend. You're just gonna and, bite the bullet, like yeah. If you want to win, yeah, that's. That's the thing with free agency. Some sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Like when players hit their free agency, if they're younger, like twenty seven, you can right, like give them the seven year deal because it takes them to thirty four, and that's not. That's not terrible. Yeah. yeah, that's not too old. But if you sign them at like thirty two to a seven year deal, ugh. yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah, and teams teams do it without a problem. You're I on the like. tail end of your prime at that point. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, at least to me, looking at this contract, you see a guy that has been declining already, right? And then you sign him to a monster deal like this just doesn't make any sense. And I think that's why it tops on mm-hmm. the, the number one spot. To go back to what you were saying, yeah, he did have a, a bad, a really bad season. It says Larry Brooks, this is a quote from Larry Brooks, 31-year-old Wade Redden, reasonably dependable puck-moving defenseman who had a dreadful 2007-2008 in Ottawa and has never been regarded as a game-changer over 11 seasons with the Senators. So, right. yeah. Why was he getting six and a half million cap hit? Beside me, I have no freaking idea, man. That's beside me. When I went to my first Rangers game, I was like nine years old. It was the 2009-2010 season, and it was the last home game. It was Rangers-Flyers, and some Rangers Ranger fan, it was an older guy, an adult, was just like, yeah, Redding kills Roosevelt. Redding kills himself. And I was like so confused because I was like young at the time. And I guess I'm like putting two and two together. Like, because at the time they must've been defense partners and they must've sucked so bad that it's just like, yeah, just kill this guy and now kill yourself. Yeah. I hated Roosevelt too. I, I mean, the first contract he signed with the Rangers was good. I think that's what he has it on here. It might've been the second or the, the second first or second contract. He might've signed with like, three contracts i don't know okay uh there there's i actually saw a funny story about redden i was in um san francisco with my family like years back i think this was this might have been 2009 maybe or 2010 so he was still on the team and we we were on a boat to alcatraz you know the prison in in san francisco yep. that little island and he was literally on the same boat as us. Michael like Rosenthal? No, Wade Redden. <laughs> and 
and like my family like looks at him and is like bro is that wade redden and i was like oh my god yeah it is him and i i literally just walk up to him i'm like are you wade redden and he's like yes yes i am oh my god i was like all right dude <laughs> and then i made his girlfriend take a picture of me and him on the boat i remember you that you still have that picture i, I do i I'll, I'll i'll find it we'll post it on yeah post it on the instagram that's, that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> i forget where it was i used to have it um i'll find it though don't worry you have a picture with the worst rangers defenseman in the world. <laughs> i what did i say that i didn't say that out loud <laughs> oh my god all right so moving on what else what else what else do you have ranked for your your worst looking at these guys um he's got Lundquist's second big contract on there at six and i don't really agree with that because you know the rangers really needed him at the time the year so they this- signed him was the year they went to the finals now right. they started that season off pretty shitty and um there was talk like i'll oh, trade Lundquist to edmonton for yakupov and like two firsts or something like that but then you would have had to blow up the whole team because you didn't have a goalie I mean, you had right. Talbot, but I mean, Talbot wasn't Talbot when, at that point. We didn't know much about him. Talbot, when did he? When did Lundqvist get hurt? I think that was the next 15. season. 14, that was 15, 15, right? Yes, he so had the th- neck injury. Right, and that's when uh, Talbot, Talbot came, came up in 2013, and, 14, and he played pretty well. Right, but he was a reliable backup, and yes. then once he once we hit four, 14, 15, he was like, "This guy's a starter." Like this guy, right? Good. Yeah, he he took over for for Lundqvist. But still, I completely agree with you. We signed him twenty fourteen, got to the finals. He had a he had a he had a good year that year. He had a good year. Um, moving on, he it looked like he he only got better pretty much. I mean. It actually no, he only got worse. To be Lundquist? honest with you, yeah, Lundqvist from that point on he got worse, but he 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 was a part that we needed. They they needed to lock him up, and he deserved the money. Bottom line, yeah. he he's the best goalie, and he deserved the money, no doubt about it, hundred percent. Right, of course, he have... had some down years, but he still got he had thirty wins every single year until two thousand seventeen eighteen, which is when the rebuild began. It right. goes back to the point about signing the free agents. You got to overextend to keep them or to, you know, to meet their demands. If you really want them, then you're going to have to give them that extra three years. And without a doubt, if we had a solid team moving forward, he would have hit that 30 every single year, I think. Right. If we didn't fall off a cliff. Right. Yeah. We and I think, I think that, that this contract can't be looked at in that light because there was a, 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 big change of pace in the middle of his contract it most definitely held the rangers back the last couple of years right but that's only because of the direction we decided to take and this this contract being bad being ranked number six in the worst contracts only takes the form of like if we if we stayed on track with what we were doing and sort of like teetered on the edge as we always did try and trade for pieces at the at the deadline and try and kept that group together he he would have been this contract would have been would have been very good, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But just because of the the way that we decided to go about our our last couple of years in this contract, just is why it looks so bad. You know what I mean? Right. I think I do not think that this contract was as bad as say Brad Richards. Right, which is which is that I think was it's in here, isn't it? Yeah, it's in here. It's it's lower on the list though. I think. Um, 
Let's see. Let's see. Uh, there's Ronto. That's the best. Worst. Wade Redden. Brad Richards. Brad Richards was the second worst. Yeah, that that one's worse. Then Scott Gomez. Dan Girardi's probably. Yeah, the the one in 2014. Um, Chris Girardi is above him. I think the Mark Stahl one is worse than his. Um, Stahl was right after. Lundquist was at six. Stahl was at seven. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think Stahl, Stahl and Chat and Kirk. Those were worse. Brendan Smith. That was worse. I don't know much about Coda Leak. Brian Spooner wasn't that bad because you know what? Don't sleep on Smith, bro. Pause. Eh, four pause. million though? <laughs> Come on, man. Utility pause, baseball pause, player. Pause, pause. pause. <laughs> I love I just, Smith. I just I just I, love Smith for some reason. Yeah, he's good. I like him, yes, but for that cap hit, it's just Nah, you're right. I'd give him like I'll give him like two mil. He made me pull my hair out with him like the first couple of years of that deal when he went down to the minors the first year after right. he, after yeah. he uh, signed it. You know what? Maybe we'll get his brother over here. Riley Smith? Yeah, screw oh, it. Why not? Um, How old is he now? He's, he's getting I don't know. Too. He's on the Golden Knights, right? Yeah. Uh, Stepon, what would you think about that one? I know you Stepan had... Stepon at 12, I, I, I don't... I mean... Mm, I liked him. I I think that there's a lot that goes into him as a player above what his stats say. He was young at the time, right? He was, was he, 25? He was, yeah, 25. Aged July 1st. So he was 25 and this contract ended at 31. I see, I honestly see no problems with this contract. He put up 50 points every year except for the last two, which was with Arizona. So that's not even our problem. But every single year... I think, look, I think that if we kept him for these next three years, he would have had similar stats to what he had the prior years with the Rangers. Yeah, we probably wouldn't wouldn't have gotten, like, the players that we did get, though. Like, we, right. I don't know if we would have had Panarin. Okay, no, him. probably not. But I'm saying, like... And we most certainly would not have had D'Angelo. Yeah, true, true. I mean, we probably would have moved on from him anyways because of other guys like space for other guys like you're mm-hmm. saying but i think the product of of his, like his production in arizona is it cannot be used f- to grade the rangers contract mm-hmm. with this because if if we signed him at 25 and kept him through the entirety of this contract it would it would be a very mediocre contract i think you know what i mean kept him through the entirety of his yeah, of his deal yeah because yeah. he, he's he's a good player. I think he's just struggling in Arizona. He's not even struggling in Arizona per se, but I think he's doing worse just because of the environment there. Like, there's a lot of players that we've had on our team that just work with our system. Callahan's a prime example of that. Callahan was a fantastic player in the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Once he left, barring injuries, obviously, he was injured most of the time he was in Tampa. But He played well in Tampa, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, He was, he was a much same. better player with the Rangers because of the system he had. Broussard, look at Broussard. Broussard was a phenomenal player on the Rangers. Yeah, he, once he really left, dropped off the cliff once we traded him. Exactly. Once he left, he dropped off a cliff. All those guys, even Haglin. Benoit Pouliot. Haglin, I know, has won a cup after he left at the Cowboys. No, Haglin, listen, Haglin in the Penguin system worked. That was okay, good. Fair, but that was. I don't. Good. I don't think it came close. Not to what in we the Ducks. With the Rangers. Not in the Ducks system, though. When we did this, the Hagelin for Emerson Edom swap, Edom, yep. it definitely did not work for both teams. Yeah, you traded a small, speedy winger 
to the Western Conference where all the big people play, and you traded a big people person, a uh, big people, a big pre- a big player over to the East where all the big fast players. Person. Yeah, big people person. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> you trade eat them over to the East where all the speedy guys are, and it just didn't work out. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but Haglin ended up but, working. But you know out what I'm saying, though, right? right? Like. He 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 works out in 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 Washington too. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, yeah. but but He's I think he he was a much better player with the Rangers, and I think that that kind of fits into kind of Stepan's realm as well. So I don't really yeah, I mind this saying, contract yes. as much as as much as he. he I said. think the Mesnikov contract was worse. Yes, hundred percent agree. It's like two years, agree. four million in dollars, and like they barely used him. Played him yeah. on the third line. Yeah, no. Why yeah, would you do that if you're just going to trade him for a fourth round pick and some? AHL cannon fodder, like yeah, no Mexico should definitely be on signing list. him to that contract. I mean, he did well this past season, but that's because he was on a. I'm I'm gonna say it's because he's on a, a one year deal, or like he had he's gonna be a free agent, so he's got to play good to get more money. He doesn't want to lose the four million dollars. He doesn't want to make less, and he certainly played well with Colorado, and he played well with Ottawa too this year. Right, and now he's in Detroit. I think now he'll do in well Detroit. in Detroit. I think he'll do well in Detroit. I mean, they, that's another team that's going to give him some ice time. Like Ottawa, they needed they needed players to fill up their lineup, and you know, Nemesikov's got enough skill to fill in the top lines. So right. yeah, and now Detroit, same thing, same thing with Detroit. He could fill in the top six. I think it was tough for him. I mean, a lot of people when he came to the Rangers were kind of hesitant about his point production because he came from a line with Stamkos, you know what I mean? Yeah, he played with And Stamkos. I think it, I think it took him a while to kind of adjust to not playing with someone as skilled as that, I would say. Yeah, he's a very he was very talented and like you could see that. Um right. just something about it just it just didn't work it out. It didn't click in New York, I know. I I think that 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 should definitely be on here. Mhm. And um, then the the other one that I want to talk about was the Mark Stahl one. Um the Rangers definitely should have moved on from him. They should have kept Yandel instead. They should have one hundred percent kept Yandel and. I agree with that. I think Stahl. it comes down to. I love I love Stahl and you know, he's great. He's been he was a real trooper for us, but, come on, man! Like Yandel, Yandel was the better defenseman, and he was playing. Yandel was playing third line minutes, under right. a- Alan Vigno, and right. he put up almost fifty points. I think this comes down to, sort of trying to keep the boys together. This contract. Which isn't necessarily the way you should be conducting a friend. Which it it should be in a way, you know, like like you want to have your guys grow up together, grow up yeah. in the system together, and kind of because that's that only builds your chemistry. You know what I mean? But with this, I think it was a little bit different, and they should have moved on from him. I agree. Um, but look, they signed Lundqvist in fourteen, right? They signed Girardi in fourteen, right? I, I don't know when they signed Girardi. Around, around the, around same, the same time. Yeah, and then they, they, they had to – I think they, they just kind of had to. They wanted to keep the boys together, I think. And I don't know. I didn't like this contract either. Um, turned out to be about like a six six million cap hit. Um, each year we bought him out for the last year. Yeah, honestly, to be honest with you, his last season, his last two seasons, I think he improved. But hmm. not enough. Not enough. For like, Stahl or Girardi? For Stahl. You don't think he was better last year? Mm. No. <laughs> I think – I don't know, man. It's tough to say. It's just 
it's he's so far from he was so far from the player he once was okay yes like i once saw stall on the ice and it was just like yes i know this guy can be trusted i know not to worry when the puck's in our zone even though i'm going to worry right but like with him it's just like oh my gosh i hope he i hope he doesn't lose another eyeball or something like that it's just like <laughs> or get hit by his brother again yeah something like yeah. that on, wait, I want to say just one thing. I this he has Ryan Spooner listed at eleven out of the worst contracts. I I like Spooner's play in New York. You did? I, like it. I, I thought like, you said that he wasn't good. I remember when we first talked, started talking about the Rangers. You said he's not that good, and that it was only because he put up a lot of points. He he put up a crap ton of points though. He did. Yeah, he did put up a good. He like, put up he, a lot of points, bro. Yeah. Like the, when he first came to the Rangers, he, he was just put getting on like assists and stuff. Yeah, he put on like seven assists in like three or four games. It right, was crazy. The young center finished the season strong, scoring sixteen points in twenty games played. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, nah, I mean, but I, it was I was a the Spooner for Strom trade. That was a really really good deal. Okay, well, yes, obviously, yes, hundred percent. And str- that Jeff was Gordon a- worked his, you know, his Thanos Infinity Gauntlet magic and, <laughs> and you know, got value because that's what he does. That's what Jeff Gordon does. He makes he gets value out of everything. Right. So maybe the one exception was possibly the McDonough trade. But Nils Lundqvist is looking like a really freaking good defenseman. Like right. he might even be better than McDonough. Like, all ever right, was. all right. There's there's your ice cold take. <laughs> that's that's got some heat to it. I don't know if it's ice. Oh, also on the notes of upcoming defensemen, what did I say about Keandre? Oh my God, man! Yeah, what did I say? Yeah, yeah, David, you're. It's like Globe looking into it. Literally me. Yeah. 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 Like he, David Quinn loves his his game, and as he should. I'm all for it. I am as all for him making the thing. Even DeAndre though the boys the are in all, even though the boys are in all of Jack Johnson's skill, of course, of course, Keandre of course, Miller course. is making the team for sure. Of course, Keandre Miller, Jack Johnson, last line, unstoppable. <laughs> Miller right? Johnson. Nah, just kidding. He's playing with Smith because Smith's the goat. Yeah, yeah. But just wanted to throw that in there. Um. Yeah. Okay. My ice cold take though. My boy, the hockey economist, has the Rangers listed as the number one in the league as for worst contracts number one really? so we we have the 15 worst contracts in the nhl on average or in the in the past in the past um a league rank yes money spent rank one short term right. four but worst, in yes. the i think that even if you look at our, our our team now or you look 10 years in the road we're gonna be nowhere near the number one because we built through the draft not through free agency right which is which which it honestly plays a huge huge factor. A lot of that the 2011 to 2012 core was built through the draft. Dubinsky was a Rangers draft pick, right? Callahan was a Rangers draft pick, and Nisimov was a Rangers draft but pick. But the problem the is, defensemen were, were in, signed by the Rangers and drafted by them. The problem is, they filled in a lot of the surrounding players with Richards, Gabrick, right. Nash. Oh, you know, well, Nash. Well, no, no, not Nash because they traded for him. Yeah. Right. Richards, Gabrick, um, who else did they sign that was like like big? 
Oh yeah, like and then the the bad contracts like Drury and Scott Gomez and um, uh, Redden and Roosevelt, Shattenkirk, you know, right? Those, those guys, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, right. Oh wait, I gotta give. Here's my ice cold take for the week, Let's hear and it. this could be for the year. I Ooh. think Filipino is gonna break out Ooh. this year. I told you, man. I feel it. Bro, Joey I mean, saw that one highlight reel goal in the training camp, and now he's going. I'm off. I'm pretty sure he <laughs> dropped past it in the slot, which yeah, did, I've never did. seen anybody do like that. I could be wrong, and it could have been a poke check by the defenseman, but I don't it, think sure it was. As, it sure as hell look, the stick was there, but it sure as hell looked like it on first glance to me that he dropped it off the left, skated to the right side to the right dot, or um. To the left dot it from left our, dot, yeah. our prescript or uh, perspective, and then Lafreniere hit him back door and he banged it home. Like if those two play together, I expect big, I'm I'm like I am waiting for big things to happen with Hito this year. Oh, hundred percent. I I think he's gonna Dude, break out. I'm thing, excited. The thing is, you said like you say Hito's gonna have a, a breakout year. There's a lot of guys I think are going to have breakout years. This, this, this I don't think all around. of them can have breakout years. Though. Okay, not I, all of them, obviously, but I think a lot, a lot of them are. Obviously, we hope Kako breaks out. No, hundred percent, dude. But, he's going to go on, dude. He's going to be on another level. Like it's going to be insane. People, people are like commenting on his build, like his muscles and stuff. Like, oh yeah, dude. He was so monster. petite when he first came to the Rangers, and now he's like. You know, he's built. bulked he's up. Built. Like he yeah, built yes, up sir. a frame and stuff. Now he's filling it in. Oh my god. Lots to be excited for. Um, what's the what's the book that uh Mr. Craig has that he'd like to share with the viewers? So Mr. Craig is coming out with um his his new book, How to Win or Lose at NHL Free Agency. Um it's available on Amazon. Hmm. Um you can check our link in the description of this podcast. Um it'll be there if you guys want to check it out yes yes i should definitely check that out if you're a fan of hockey check that out and also if you're a fan of hockey check out the new video that i made uh, oh yeah how to fix the arizona coyotes it's going to be a new series uh i started um we'll just go through some some of the some of the nhl teams maybe we'll get around to all of them but some of the teams that have problems in fixing uh i don't know who's next we'll we'll have to see those videos take a lot of time. It's it's very funny. It's uh it's a meme video. So uh <laughs> you yeah, can only you make have... memes when you're talking about Arizona Coyotes. Like come on. <laughs> yeah. Just wait until we get to Toronto. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> or what? better yet, Buffalo. Oh, oh. oh my god, I'm gonna burn them. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna burn them so hard. <laughs> wait, one thing I wanna throw in. I see right here he has the top 15 best contracts. He has Auntie Ranta at 15. And I this I think that should be higher. Um yeah, he was a good goalie. We had him signed for 1 million, bro. That's a the bargain, man. 1 million. Bargain. His grade for the Rangers C+ in 2017. That's cap. That is cap. C+. Yeah. 2.26 goals against average, 0.92. Commendable. Stage. Commendable. Yeah, Both in those 30 stats games, are very 16, good. In 30 games, 16, 8, and, 16 and 8. That's very good. Yeah. That is not a C plus to me. Yep. Yep. That's good stuff for me. So yeah, I think that should goal. be higher. And we have Benoit Lair to thank. Dude, 
literally. I, we, I, I say it. I say it literally all the time. We can get literally like a garbage man off the block, and we'll make him into an all-star goalie. That's how. Did you ever hear a guy from Barstool, Dave Portnoy? He, the when the Panthers had their issues with uh, the goalies, like um, Luongo and their backup were was out, and they were having emergency goalie tryouts. Oh my and god! Dave Portnoy tried out. Oh yes, I saw that. The the creator of Barstool, the owner of Barstool. He tried it out. It's so funny. This is years ago. I remember when this first came out. My brother was like, yeah, you got to check this out. This is hilarious. Dude's a meme. Can't believe that. <laughs> I actually remember that video for some reason. Yeah. That was a while ago, though. Yeah. Make sure you guys stay tuned to uh, to your TVs next week because hockey is back. Rangers' first game is Thursday, right? Thursday, January it 14th. Is... Yep, Thursday next week. Against the Islanders. It's going to be a fun one gonna be a good one yeah let's go rangers baby thanks everyone for tuning in stay tuned for more new york rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our instagram at the boysandblue94 see you all next time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here i know